call. Sup? I think. Uh, I gotta mute stuff so we don't fucking be looped to death. Oh, yeah. You mean. You mean the thing where you don't, like, monitor? Oh, yeah. I'm not, I don't monitor these at all, ever. You should. I know yeah, I make should. It, make it make the bitchin' podcast extra. Extra? It's so extra. Like feedback and all. Right. The echoes. Hell, you should just put... Bitwig has a bunch of effects. You, should, you know what you should do? Hmm. Just sabotage your whole... Just one episode. Just put every fucking effect on there. <laughs> just every one of them. I feel like we would have to do a specific like genre... Like maybe avant garde episode, and uh. just like in between every song, we do a different effect on our voices, and we're just like, la, 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 la. could it's retarded. Do a bunch of reverb, just like talk and say one thing, and the one thing you say like travels for miles. That would be funny. Ooh, people would notice that, but I like if we were like serious about it, they'd probably be like. Maybe there's something like messed up with the audio. No, bitch, we chose the stoner metal episode. You just have like weird voice effects because uh-huh. you know people are like, oh, stoner metal. Let's get stoned and listen to the stoner metal episode. And I'd be like, whoa, dude, this fucking episode's blowing my mind, man. Look, I've got you covered on a stoner metal episode because pretty much all they do is they take an ass load of chorus and like water up their voice basically make it sound like they're drowning you can pull the, the mic closer to you if you need to I pull so you don't have on to... the mic to breathe in <gasps> chocolate rain chocolate pain. anyway I'm Sabrina and I'm Cole and you're listening to the bitchin podcast we're gonna talk about the fire in the mountains festival that I went to fuck was that last weekend or the week before two weeks ago um, in Wyoming, Grand Tetons National Forest. Tetons. <laughs> Indeed, them titty mountains. Uh, didn't get eaten by a bear. I did see a black one. Did not see a grizzly, though. That's that's a good sign. Dude, there was this guy. Um, he, I have no idea his age, grade. Um, very much a mountain man. He was wearing a grizzly bear. Like, he had grizzly bear chaps. And at the end, it's a two-day festival, so the last band gets off at, like, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And he gets up on stage the two nights, and he's like, Be bear aware. Don't make me have to make another pair of grizzly chaps. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, and I'm like, I believe that guy could, like, I don't know, just, like, beat a bear with his bare hands right wrestle tigers and yeah seriously like like he doesn't have a wife he is a bear (laughs) (laughs) the 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 grizzly chaps are from the other bear that that he caught with his his bear wife (laughs) i'm making this shit up and i know (laughs) (laughs) um but i i haven't told you anything about it have i like, You've told me a little bit. A little bit. Um, first off, uh, I learned from talking with the staff that, and, and, and other people, I don't even remember how many people I talked to, but um, apparently Jackson County is one of the most expensive counties in the, the U.S. 
Yeah, like uh, the wall people that own Walmart. Uh huh. You know the plague on the planet. Uh, they apparently own like a huge chunk of land in Wyoming. Uh, so they're having like a housing crisis. This like one of the staff guys was like, "Yeah, my buddy got uh, a chunk of land for half a mil, and that was like a really good deal." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, that's that's sad yeah and the guy was like hey tiny houses and i'm like yeah that would be so great but it's like you can't buy a chunk of land to just put a bunch of tiny houses on because you can't fucking afford it yeah and because it's so expensive um there was this place the last night i stayed in wyoming they had five staff five to take care of oh wow a bunch of cabins Mm -hmm. and they're they're really popular in, in the winter because of like uh snowmobiling but Mm. I'm like, how the fuck do five people, like, fucking run this? Like, they're you need more people. They're all running off of coffee and cigarettes, I'm sure of it. Mm. Uh, but it, first, it's gorgeous there. Uh, mm. I got eaten alive by mosquitoes. Uh, I completely missed all of the extra events because they were going to do something about, like, uh, foraging for medicinal and edible plants, which I thought sounded really interesting. That's but I had no idea where at the Heart Six Ranch it was actually being held. Yeah. Like if they had a flyer or something like a handout saying like, hey, this is where things are happening, that would have been great. Like hiking for like 25 miles and <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> I did do a little hiking. I got wicked sunburn on my face. It's still red. It's going to be red forever. <laughs> Pale people don't do well in the sun. I know this. I know. That's why we're <laughs> friends. Pale people unite. Um, let's see. What else? There was some really killer food there. What kind of food? Uh, let's see. Okay, this is going to sound contradictory, but there was this thing called a vegan bowl, and you mm. could get it with steak, and it was amazing. It was like a roasted Brussels sprouts and quinoa and vegetables and that alone, like, smelt amazing. And then you put the steak on top of it, which I know is, like, blasphemous. But, like, it was the best thing I ate there. That sounds delicious. It was amazing. And then they had, they brought a farmer in. Uh-huh. And he did, like, a farm-to-table kind of barbecue thing. So it was, like, they had vegan options because there's a lot of conscious people in the metal scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they also had, like, a pig that they had roasted and it was fucking delicious. I got this really badass necklace. Oh, I'll I I I'll grab it later. Was that the pointy one that could poke an eye out? Yeah, it's like some Slavic yeah. pagan symbol, but the guy forged it. I'll talk about more about it later cuz his work is really cool and he does all this cool metal work. And uh and also we need to get to some fucking music. I mean, <laughs> okay, so we're going to cover the bands uh, that played at the festival. Not all of them are going to get play because... There's a bunch. Th- there's quite a few, but there's some that like they didn't have 100% metal at this festival. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. There was a lot of folk, too. Uh, some of it I was down with. Some of it I was like, nah, it's really not my cup of tea. Nah. Um, the Spirit played. They, I just couldn't get into them, but like no, no hate on the band. Like, I'm just not going to play them. Because I was like trying to listen to it. And I was like, that's, that's not for me. But it was really amazing seeing SAR. That's S-A-O-R from Scotland. First time in the States. Oh, yeah. I, I was, remember them. Okay, so I camped uh, at this festival. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a lot of walking between where the festival was being held and where I was camping. It was quite the trek. And I swear to God, I was behind, I believe his name is Adam. He's the brain behind SAR. Because it was a one-man project and he just brought people in so he could perform live. And I fucking saw him. He was in front of me and I was so tempted to like run him down and be like, bitch, I love your shit. <laughs> interview please but i was so fucking tired i had no energy yeah at all to like do a single fucking interview <laughs> yeah like i'm like listening to un 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 and i literally fell asleep laying on the ground with a cowboy hat on my face yeah because day two i was already roasted and feeling kind of shitty um but i think that maybe we should start with some of the lesser known bands that performed because like wolves in the throne room and ruins of beverest and sar blood incantation spectral voice like they're pretty well known but Stormkeep, like have you ever heard of Stormkeep? no they have like no online fucking presence besides like a promo on youtube they're not on metal archives they don't have like i didn't find a band camp they don't have a facebook they have like zero social media presence and i talked to their band member aaron Mm -hmm. i want to say because i was staying in the vip camping and he was too and i was like oh i ever heard you run a band like what band i gave him my card and i was like yeah i totally like focus on obscure metal and he's like hey that's my band (laughs) like nobody knows who the fuck we are (laughs) and i'm in this other band ogre i think org start Uh with an o can't remember um, but I'm like, please fucking email me. Like, why don't people email me? <laughs> anyway, we're going to listen to Stormkeep. Uh, their promo has uh, a black metal song, kind of raw, pretty raw. Uh, and then the second song is like Dungeon Synth. We're only going to play the, the black right. metal one. Um, but of course I'll, I'll provide a link so people can go listen to the whole promo. Because I thought they were pretty good live. I enjoyed it. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Here goes.
What'd you think of Stormkeep? I thought that it was very smooth, chill. And I didn't... There were vocals, right? Yeah. Okay. Of the black metal variety. Uh, That song was called Lightning Frost off of their promo tape, which I believe was released last year. Ah. Yep, if my Roman numerals are correct. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The only way I can see how to get it is either going through Discogs and paying $15, or if you go to the YouTube channel, I'll have a link. There's, they're like, hey, send us a message. And then they have an address. And I'm like, I believe in the olden days we called those letters. <laughs> so. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Silly. Um, but yeah. Uh, Stormkeep, good times. Uh, I like the uh, the keyboard too. You yeah. would probably like the rest of the promo since the other half is like dungeon synth. It was very, uh, I don't know, it was very demo-y, but I liked it. Oh, yeah. I could hear everything. Right. You know, demos today compared to demos from our favorite metal bands, definitely it differs. Like, yeah, people are like, I love that demo, and I'm like, oh, that's good that you can, you could hear it. (laughs) Right. Now things, like people, I, I think that even just like having... I don't know, putting your phone up somewhere and recording it like in a room full of people jamming. Mm-hmm. Album. Yeah, seriously. So. The quality has definitely improved. Thank you, technology. Right, thank you. Um, very much. Shout out to Nathan Zilka, blacksmith. He made my Luna pendant. Um, Y'all can't see this, but it's really sharp. It is really sharp. If somebody comes at me, I can just like fucking go for the eyes. <laughs> it it's like I could clean my nails. Uh, sometimes when I wear it and I like am, I move weird and it like stabs me in the boob, Ooh. <laughs> and I'm like itch my tit. Yeah. Um, he's also on Instagram. Uh, he had some like blades. Um, other pagan pendants but dude his whole process for creating these things is very ritualistic and i think it's really fucking cool like uh the one that i have is just your standard like slavic lunar pendant yeah uh and he he forges those on monday and he like does a chant thing but the one that i really wanted has this silver bead on it and uh he like only forges those on full moons. I like that. Like, I dig that. Yeah, he uh, he uh, quenches the metal in rainwater with the like moon reflecting in it while he does a chant, and it's just like so neat. Yeah, I dig that shit. That's my jam. And even if people are not like into all of all of what she just mentioned, the fact, like, if you can visualize somebody putting that much work into it and just, like... That much care? Yeah, the, the, the individual things that he did that Sabrina just mentioned, like, that alone to me is... I, I dig that. Even if you're not into, yeah, you know, magic or any... Paganism. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... It's still cool. It's really neat, and he does really cool work. Oh, I, I'll leave a fucking link in the show notes so you, you should. can check it out, because... Skilled work. Fuck yeah. 
Uh, speaking of, uh, let's get a little folky. Let's let's get folk. Yeah. So um, I think I actually missed this band. I can't remember. Was it the f second day? I think it was. Like the very first band goes on, and there's. Even though it was like a dry weekend, we had like a little bit of drizzles, mm -hmm. not enough to like kill the dust. Um, but they're like, oh, like there's a lightning storm coming. Everybody has to get in their car. And the band has to get off stage. And yeah. like, I definitely missed some bands either because I was like, I don't know, busy running to my tent to put on shorts because during the day it was fucking hot. But then as soon as the sun starts setting, you got to go back and put pants on because you're getting eaten by mosquitoes <laughs> and it drops down to like 40 degrees and you're freezing your tits off. The extremes, man. Uh, but uh, Osi, O-S-I, Osi and the Jupiter. Mm. Uh, we're going to listen to All Thing Hull, H-Y-L. It's their album from 2017. Uh, we're going to listen to the song Boulder. But let's see. This is from their, their Bandcamp page. From its birth in 2015, the focus of the project has been on the spiritual connection between nature and the will of the old gods. Channeled through various representations of life, death, and rebirth, this collection speaks through these musical creations. Resonating adds wordless tributes to these nebulous yet fundamental concepts. I love the word nebulous. Right? Uh, this album, uh, Old Thing Heil, eh, is both a story of unheralded songs amongst the shadows of existence and a soundtrack to a journey across unknown realms ruled by ancient gods. Join this journey and embrace the ritualistic ambience of pagan worship. Yes. They're fucking beautiful ass music, so get ready, kids.
Wasn't that music fantastic? Yes. Rem- reminds me of my my younger days. I like uh, ambient stuff like that. That's that's soothing. Yeah, it really reminds me of. Uh, I, I mean, it's different, but in the same vein as like Wardruna, mm. which I really dig. That's my jam. Okay. And I also love the fact that uh, even though it's like folk music, you still find it in the metal section. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I think the closest thing that I could think of that this reminds me of, which is probably why I like it, it reminds me of uh, of Nest. Mm, from, you've from mentioned Finland. them, yeah. Finland, dude, fucking Finland. This is more like I don't know. This is this is darker, but I, I like it though. It's like a f- misty, foggy forest at twilight after a rainstorm. Oh, cello. Yeah. Cello was like my shit, dude. Yeah. I remember when uh, in high school, a friend of mine who was from Switzerland was like, have you heard of Apocalyptica? And I was like, no. She's like, check this out. And I was like, oh my shit. Oh my shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really dug it. You know what I like to do after listening to something really, really mellow? <laughs> <laughs> do something really extreme. Listen extreme. to something really extreme. Um, fuck, dude. Uh... There's so many things. There, There's a total of 13 songs for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I feel like if you have too many chill songs in a row, you fall asleep. And I don't want that. I want your asses awake. So I think I'm going to play this California band. I'm going to fuck this name up. <laughs> like I always do. Ailis? A-I-L-S? They're from uh, California. They formed back in uh, 2014. Ales. Ales? Yeah. I like it. Ales. Anyway, we're going to listen to the song Dead Metaphors. This is black metal. Uh, I'm going to read a little spiel from their band camp because why not? I thought it was pretty good. Uh, After Bay Area Avant-Garde, Cornerstone... Lud- Ludicra? L-U-D-I-C-R-A. Ludicra? I don't fucking know. Yeah, anyway, you got me. called it quits in 2011. Most of the band continued with their other musical endeavors, but former vocalist Lori Shoneman and guitarist, guitarist and vocalist uh, Christy Cather uh, haven't resurfaced in a big way until now. Alis marks the return of Shoneman and Cather to center stage. In 2015, the duo's desire to play the music they love brought them together with like-minded friends Sam uh, Abend, Abend from Abrupt and Desolation and Colby Ryan from a band called 2084, which I've never heard of or uh, one of the chamber, and Jason Miller of Phantom Limbs, which I think I've heard of. Mm. Uh, Anyway, the unraveling Alice epic debut album is more than just the ghost of Ludicra. That's not right. (laughs) I hate that band's name. No wonder they're not around anymore. It stands firmly on its own, offering an intense synthesis of black metal and melodic death metal driven by the 
formidable dueling vocals of Shahneman and Cather. These songs of despair, heartache, inner torment, and physical and mental suffering that make an immediate and lasting impression. Are you excited? Of course. Of course you are. Let's listen to Dead Metaphors.
So that was Alis. What do you think? What do you think about it? I like the uh, the vocal harmony at the beginning. I think they do it again and but it's good. Right? It's a nice little like, hey, wake up. Grab a brush and put on a little makeup, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's good. There's there's lots of lots of uh room to breathe there with the the uh the riffs that they have, so I like that. That's it's spread out. It's not it's not like technical. It's it's just mm. It is. It's it's creamy. Rich goodness. <laughs> like it. Well, let's slow it back down again. Uh, we're going to listen to Un. Yep, that is UN. They are from Seattle, Washington. They've been around since 2012. Perfect. They are currently on Black Bow Records. This is Funeral Doom slash Sludge Metal. We're going to be listening to their second full-length album, Sentiment. Uh, The song is called Pools of Reflection. Um, They wrote uh, this bit on on their band camp that I thought was really, really nice. We wrote this album as a token of gratitude to all those who struggle against the weight of their own existence. If you have ever questioned your worth, if you have ever felt unloved, If you have ever asked yourself if any of the pain is really worth it, these songs are for you. That's deep. I know, because, you know, sometimes... Bless them for that. Sometimes life just feels like a big pile of shit. Yeah, sometimes it is. Uh, Yeah, and uh, it's nice to to have music that gets gets you in the... In the feels, yes. Yeah. Makes your heart go pitter patter. Makes your butt go. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, I saw these guys and I was totally chilling, laying on the ground in the grass, and I might have. I don't. I don't want to say I dozed off because I was still listening to the music, but I definitely like became less aware of my reality. Wow. Uh. No, I was not on drugs. <laughs> I'm just realizing how that sounded. Well, I mean, um, I've, I've, I figured that it wasn't that because I I know you probably wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I smoke weed like once every three years, so. <laughs> <laughs> and even then I'm like, oh, God, I just want to like watch Russian dash cam videos, listen to weird Japanese hip hop and eat popcorn. Do you still do that? Sometimes. Sometimes? Okay. So it's still. Hey, dude, those still... dash cam videos. <laughs> crazy but enough of that bullshit here is pools of reflection
Well, I guess that uh, wasn't as mellow as I remember it being. I mean, it kind of was. It's still, still super 50 beats per minute slow. <laughs> I mean, it is funeral doom. But I I think that song is yeah damn good. Especially the part that gets just like, gets kind of heavy and mm, just yeah, the, tasty. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The little rumbling. Da, 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 yeah, that part mm. was, was pretty good. Yeah. I always wonder too when I listen to bands like this now granted we're we have the technology to to keep in time when music's playing really slow but I often wonder how bands like this are able to like play this live but then again I guess it's pretty easy if they're playing it all the time then they know where to hit the snare after the one minute and thirty second mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, they 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 performed well. Nice. Yeah, I I was listening. I swear to God, <laughs> I was not asleep. I was just really relaxed. Also, when you're camping, like I don't know, two feet away from other people, you you hear the snoring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like night, I got there Friday. And it takes far fucking ever to get my shit to the camping spot because I'm like mostly unloaded. And they're like, oh, everybody has to get in their car because lightning. We don't want you to die. And I'm like, motherfucker. That was the first time it happened. So I'm like hoping that my shit doesn't get wet, like my sleeping bag. Mm. Because, you know, kind of need that for, you know, when it's fucking cold at night. Yeah. Thankfully, it was fine. Uh, But I finally get my shit set up. And then I go and I see the live acoustics set. With uh, Nate Hall. I fucking missed Falcon's Eye. I was a bit salty about that. But, you know, life happens. Um, But, yeah, I'm like, oh, I'm fucking tired. And I curl up in my sleeping bag. And then these people just, like, right outside my tent are talking about veggie burgers. They're, like, making veggie burgers. And, like, bears don't want to fuck with us. We're cool. Bears don't even like people. Man, veggie burgers are great. These ones are really good. Man, I'm really concerned about like the footprint that beef does on on the environment and and I'm laying here thinking like fucking eat your veggie burgers and pass out. I'm fucking shut, tired. Like shut up. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. But enough of that. Enough of my grapey ass. You know what we should listen to? Some blood incantation. Sounds good to me. Fuck yes. Okay, so uh, for those that aren't aware, uh, who have been under a rock, Blood Incantation is a death metal band from Denver. I first uh, covered them on my third episode, uh, which was the Dark Descent episode, and I feel awful. Uh, I chased those fuckers... Spectral Voice and Blood Incantation, they have, like, one member different between the two bands, so it's a lot of the same people. But I'm, like, trying to get an interview. Yeah. Real hard, not realizing that they are the sole reason that this event is, like, fucking working. Because they're setting up and pulling down and everything. And then, like, Blood Incantation comes here to Dallas, and they're playing with Necrot. And I, like, talk to him again. I think I talked to Isaac who told me about how Falcon's Eye was playing at Fire in the Mountain. And I was like, fucking cool. Uh, and I'm like, hey, I do I do Skype interviews. I'm always giving people my business card. And then, like, I get to the event. 
and I see them wandering around, but I just have like zero energy for human interaction. And I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> but I ended up running into uh, the guys, uh, Jeff, Morris. I don't know. Maybe it was Jeff. I don't know their names. I just know faces. Oh, but I run yeah, into yeah. him at a gas station as I'm filling up leaving Wyoming. And I catch him inside the convenience store. And I was like, hey, I know I've been hounding you like a psychopath. Here's my card. I do Skype interviews. Come on. Uh, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, you, the squeaky wheel gets the interview. <laughs> anyway, Blood Incantation does have a new album coming out. Uh, but what I am about to play for you is not something that's coming out. It is actually from their Interdimensional Extinction release from 2015. We are going to hear... Forgive me, I'm going to butcher this because my mouth is stupid. Obsfication. Oh, I'm sorry. Obsfocating. The linear threshold. Obsfocating. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it right. I swear. It's just kind of like marbles in my mouth, you know? It's good shit, though. Yeah, I think that's I really like that's Blood right. Incantation. They, they put on a good show. But here it goes. <laughs>
blood incantation. It's heavy. What what type of uh, metal are they? I would call them death metal. Death metal, okay. Mm-hmm. Delicious death metal. And where are they from? They're from Denver. Denver, okay. Colorado, the land of my birth. Trying to get my brain working again. Yeah, that that was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, very, it's very simple. But satisfying. Yeah, well, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Definitely satisfying. I'm fucking excited about this upcoming release. Can't fucking wait. Well, I think this is a good segue into Falcon's Eye, which has Isaac of Blood Incantation. God, I hope I'm remembering that right. There's so many crossover members between those two bands. Uh, anyway, he does this with another guy. It's like a two-piece thing. It's, uh, I don't know, folk music? But we're going to listen to Horses off of their album Or, O-R-E, mm-hmm. uh, that came out last year. Perfect.
I think that shit's beautiful. It's very acoustic. It is. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, it is. Well done, Isaac and other dude whose name I don't know. Well done. Not that they're going to hear this, but you know, fuck it. People say metalheads can't be diverse. Boom. Wrong. Right? Oh, dude. I didn't mention I didn't mention the the newspaper thing, did I? You did not. Oh my god. So, I'm at the festival. And Sabrina's famous. And I'm, no, I'm not famous. I'm definitely not famous. Not even close. But uh, I'm, I'm sitting kind of under a tent thing, chilling, and this lady walks up to me and is like, hey, I'm writing an article for the paper. Can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, totally. And we, we talked about music and and uh, my the podcast got mentioned in the Jackson Hole News and Guide, uh, their Wednesday, July 17th release. Uh, the article was called Headbangers Heart Six Ball. I was, fuck, where's my phone? Quoted. Yep. And uh, I'm like, I said so many things. Why did they choose this? <laughs> uh, give me a second to find it. Friend, friend found it and sent it to me. Uh, all right, quote. First off, they think we sacrifice babies to Satan, said Sabrina Smith, who hosts a metal podcast, <laughs> Bitchin' Metal. Yep. Is Stupid metalhead stereotypes. I'm so tired of being like put in the same category of people who like sacrifice babies. Like, give us a fucking break. Seriously, I just Dude. like extreme music, cuddles, and good French toast. Come on. Well, I mean, there is the occasional baby. Uh, I stick <laughs> with I stick with kittens. Yeah. <laughs> All that. hail those, the overlords. No, I'm kidding. Those stereotypes. Right? Yeah. Seriously. Uh, but I think we should mosey on over to some more good fucking metal. Spectral Voice also performed at this festival on the second day. I remember that very clearly. Uh, I have decided to play... Uh, I love that Spectral Voice and Blood Incantation did a split together. <laughs> anyway, that came out in 2015. We are going to listen to Slowly Claimed by Oblivion. Ooh. <laughs>
Spectral Voice. Fucking, I dig that band. That was off the Blood Incantation split they did. Uh, slowly claimed by Oblivion. <laughs> it's dark. It's a dark song. Yeah. Yeah. If you like that, then definitely check out their Eroded Corridors of Unbeing. Excellent album. They were they're really good live. I'm always impressed when I, like, they're drummer is also their singer mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. I'm just always impressed by that shit cause like I can't drum let alone like say things with my face and do that much physical shit I mean you're like kicking your feet slamming your hands around like crazy like yeah kudos yeah kudos, kudos to people that can do that in, in a metal band especially if you're a drummer singing yeah, and he did well with the, you know. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I would think something like that would be like, I don't know, the only other band that I know of that, that does that, uh, it, well, I'm sure there's a bunch of bands, but the only mm-hmm. other band that I know that does that is Mastodon. Their their drummer sings huh. occasionally. It's not It's not like a like a constant thing. Yeah. I think he does backup vocals, so. Sepaternal Dusk. Uh, I interviewed them. Their drummers, their singer. Uh, there's a band from, fuck, was it Australia? The Fuhrer? <laughs> Black metal band. I bought their album and it was just very, it's the drummer's project, so the drums are at the front of the mix and it just got too. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> too much. But, yeah, good Good shit. Another Denver band and under the Dark Descent label, so I like them. Well, we have three more bands to cover for the Fire in the Mountain Festival. I will let you choose between uh I don't I don't I'm gonna let you announce it. Uh there's that one there and then these two. So whatever whatever one sounds sounds good. Let's see. Mm, I feel like we need Jeopardy music here. <laughs> I think we should listen to Soar. They're fucking good, dude. Okay, so I believe it's Sar? Sar, yes. Like a Zar, but Sar? Ah. I'm not sorry. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, for those not familiar, uh, Sar started off as a one-man band. I mean, it is it is still a one-man band, but Adam has gathered people to tour with him, and he came, he, he's touring America, at least he was, you know, two weeks ago. Um, first album came out in 2013, that's Roots. I've decided to play a song off of his first release. Uh, It's called Carved in Stone. And 
I listened to this and I listened to his first two albums the most. Um, because at the time Matt was snoring so much and I was tired of laying in bed at night listening to him snoring that I would just play those two albums, uh, uh Roots and Aura? Hold up. I'll get that name. Cause I fucking bought it. I bought almost everything that he's put out on Bandcamp. Uh, though I did buy the, his recent release at the festival because you know you gotta have road tunes i wore out my uh, fucking ipod i I even resorted to audiobooks (laughs) yeah i don't i don't do audiobooks really but i fucking did it where is it where are you ah aura aura a-u-r-a which is also excellent i mean i think all of his albums are really good guardians whatever the fuck one that just came out that I bought and have listened to. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, I'd be laying in bed at night listening to the Roots album and Carved in Stone would come on. And towards the end, you'll hear someone clean singing I Stand Free and I have no idea why, but I would just get goosebumps. So I'd just be laying in bed with goosebumps listening to this song. I'm like, ah. I like to get deep into stuff like that. Like I, I pick up on things like that and wonder, like, why did they do that? Like, there's got to be more meaning to that. I mean, I, I feel like the the music is very much influenced in, by, like, I mean, obviously Scotland and mm-hmm. its history, and like Scotland had tried at one point to re- like get away from, you know, British rule. Yeah, uh, that shit didn't work out. A lot of people died. Bad times. Bad times. But good fucking song. Let's listen to Carved in Stone and we can talk more about it after.
one of my favorites. That's uh, how long was that? Pretty long. Thir- Thirteen minutes. Uh, he definitely is not afraid of making a long song. Let's see if uh, Carved in Stone is 13 minutes long and 33 seconds. Ah, nice. Yep. 1333. 1333. Yeah. Uh, it's sort of the shortest song. <laughs> Track three is two <laughs> minutes and 17 seconds, but I kind of feel like maybe that's just like an interlude to the longest track on that album, which is 1733. Ah. Uh. What, 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 what about uh, Aura? Which I think that might have been my favorite song, but I think Aura might be my favorite album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Children of the Mist is fucking tits. Yeah. Uh, the songs are a bit shorter, ranging between 8 minutes and 13 minutes. And, yeah, I bought those at the same time, because I would just listen to it, and I was like, Oh my shit! By the way, the album artwork is always, like, really, really good. His album artwork is good. Dude, I... I show yeah, I showed you the I can't remember the name of that fucking album. Yeah, like oh my god, uh Guardians, like every song is except for one is eleven minutes long. Wow. Then it's ten and a half minutes. Um, uh, but oh, Forgotten Paths. It came out back in February. It's good. I haven't listened to it as much as the others, but it's quite good. Yeah, this song this song is good. I like I like when people pick like one particular thing like when they're when they're playing like a riff or, or whatever and they like roll with it for like an extended period of time. I think that that's why I like uh Vaporwave so much is because they like take all the good parts of a song. Yeah. And wrap it into one thing, stretch it out for for miles, and you get yourself a five minute song. But obviously, there's a lot of movements to this song. Yeah. But close to the end, I like the uh, uh, the riff that he was playing, and then the other instruments started to kick in. So that that was cool. Yeah, yeah. It gets very like uh, it's like being in a trance. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and I like the use of whatever flute thing that is or yeah and then like the the violin or viola whatever one of those i can't remember which one is which it's probably a violin um which he actually had a violinist touring with him which was pretty badass nice um but yeah i think it like kind of lifts the music up and makes it seem hopeful even though you've got like this uh like kind of black metal thing floating around atmosphere yeah. black, black metal is like my shit dude i dig that you know i didn't i listened to it for for a while i mean obviously way back in the day uh, i don't remember how long that they've been around but wolves in the throne room i remember my friend kurt showing me them and i never i don't know why i never like dove into that that was the one genre it's not that i didn't like it it's just i didn't there was so much else to listen to so yeah yeah i feel like this is a good (laughs) let's listen to wolves in the throne room next premonition uh we're gonna listen to a song off of their two hunters album that came out back in 2007 
Back in that the day. is probably around the time. That might actually have been the album that I have on a CDR somewhere that Kirk burnt me. I'm pretty sure that it is. Nice. Uh, I'm going to play Cleansing. Cleanse Maybe it. it'll ring a bell. Maybe you'll Maybe. be like, oh shit. We'll see.
so do you recognize do you recognize that from from back in the day i do not um because i mean it was it was so long ago fair enough Kirk used to, like, give me, like, he was the giver of all types of music, so I would get, like, something like that, and then something like, I know you may not be familiar with this, but, like, uh, I think the album's called Shred Earthship. I don't know if he gave it to, gave that to me at the same time, but, like, totally, one of them's, like, super noisy and, like, really difficult to listen to, and then, of course, you have this, which is, you know... Not. Easy. Well, I mean, it, it's easy listening because, like, I've been listening to this for a long time. But yeah. But uh, no, I don't. I don't remember it. I'll have to go and see if I still have that album. I bet I do. You didn't get lost in the fire. Uh, yeah, I was about to say unless that was one of the CDs that I lost in my my big CD booklet. Yeah. Huh. Well, I really love the way it comes in mm-hmm. and those beautiful vocals and it just yes keeps I, I, I did like the vocals i meant to mention that I'll, always mm. a fan of that it's so good it's so like serene it's like flying over a forest because you know that's what music does for <laughs> me but the only band we haven't covered uh that played at fire in the mountain is ruins of beverest uh, I'm. I honestly wasn't really familiar with the band until more recently. Uh, I guess it was maybe sometime late last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah from Banger TV. Uh, I I, she, I think she mentioned them on social media, like really enjoying their most recent release. Which when did that come out? Even 2017. Exuvia. Yes, Exuvia. Um. And it, like, odd (laughs) was, like, my reaction when I first heard them. I was like, the fuck? Uh, But then I was like, I like this. And I, like, listened to it again. And I listened to it again. And then I was like, oh, my God, we'll see them in Inferno in Oslo. Oh, my God. And they were, killed it. And then the fact that they were going to be at this festival. Uh And they fucking killed it again. Those goddamn beautiful Germans and their metal. Germans are beautiful. And especially with with metal, I agree. Yeah. And I kind of accidentally listened to one of their older albums on YouTube. And I was like, wow, this is really good. What band is this? Oh, it's The Ruins of Beverest. Tets. (laughs) Uh, but I only have their most recent album, so that's the one that I'm going to be playing for you guys. We're going to listen to, uh, Surter Barbar Maritime. I'm pretty sure I fucked that up. You, you give it a shot. Surter <laughs> Barbar Maritime. Yeah, you're, yeah. I yeah. thank you. <laughs> you make me feel so human. Yeah, I I feel like that's probably right, but we yeah. could probably also be wrong. But that's okay. that's fine. It's track two. <laughs> <laughs>
Fucking heavy, right? That was super heavy. Mm-hmm. I really liked that one, uh, the guitar tone, and I especially liked the uh, the guy's vocals. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. Something about his vocals was really, really powerful, attention grabbing. Yeah, he's good. Whatever his name is. <laughs> good job. Uh. Yeah, I need to get more of their stuff. Yeah, I I really like that album. Uh, yeah, we have some new stuff coming up. These are August releases. Um, man, which one should we do first? I'll let you pick. There's the Grindcore project. That's all you, bud. <laughs> uh, like I'm I'm very selective. Then there's that one and that one. I like making you pick because I don't feel like it. I'm a lazy butt. That and I, I did all the other ones. <laughs> the ones. That, oh, okay. I got you. You've got these written down in or in in the order. Uh, sort of in order. Not really. I just kind of like did notes instead of on note cards on like eight eight and a half by eleven. <laughs> 
because they're typed instead of handwritten because I got kind of lazy with my notes. Uh, as much as I like the grindcore one, I think, dude. Which which one? The one. Anti-cosm? Yes. And Anti-cosm. Yeah, Anti-cosm. All right. Cool. Uh, well, their album, which releases August 16th, is The Call of the Void. Uh, this is being released on Hell Kill Destroy Records. Uh, so this, you know it's good. So you know it's good. I've never heard of that record label. Neither so. have I. Babby's first. Uh, anyway, this band is Blackened Thrash and Roll, is how it's <laughs> described. Um, you could also look at it as Thrash Trad Metal Influence with Melodic Black Metal, I guess. Uh, but anyway, let's listen to Fall Asleep, because you're not gonna. <laughs>
So, what'd you think of Anticosm? I thought Anticosm was really good. <laughs> Anticosm was really good. I, I, I love the start of the song. Yeah. Whole song's good. Good solos. Um, but yeah, that's the start of the song's like, here we are. Listen. Right? You cannot help but listen. There's like all these words that came with the, the music because, you know, it's like promo shit. And I'm like, mm, no, I don't feel like reading any of that. <laughs> Is it lyrics or? No, no, it's just like, oh, founding members, Hudududibidi, and uh, formed and led by some dude uh, of Morbid Angel, Watain, Black Dolly, and Murder. I'm like, eh, fucking, I don't care. Nice. It's, if it's good, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what should we, what should we, what should we do next? We got, hold up, fuck. What number? What number? We've got. Uh, Wraith and Phobia. <laughs> Let's just do Phobia. Phobia! Phobia. Phobia. Uh, anyway, this band is... A grindcore act out of California, Orange County, to be specific. They've been around since 1990. Oh wow, I didn't know Ooh, that. Yeah, right. There, there, there are people that I know that weren't even alive in 1990. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the undisputed kings of grindcore return with a devastating new track titled "Internet Tough Guy." Yep. Uh, this is being released on Willow Tip Records. The album is called Generation Coward. Uh, it comes out August 9th. Yeah, so let's listen to Internet Tough Guy. Yes. Make you feel like a big man. Well, it probably shouldn't because you, out of all people, know that you can get away with things that you can say on the internet because nobody's there to punch you in the fucking mouth. <laughs> That he was phobia. 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 
Internet Tough Guy. It's good grindcore. Um, I like how that one lyric in the song is the title of the album. I like it when people do that. Is Sometimes. That, is that a common occurrence in grindcore? Mm, well, not necessarily. Um, maybe they do. I know. I know. I've seen a lot of metal bands in general do that before, where they they will have a title for the album, mm-hmm. but they don't have like a title track yeah. to play. But they'll mention the title of the album in one of their songs. It's it's weird. It is weird. Uh, it it reminds me of uh, when I was when I was at brunch this morning. The the place I was eating at was playing a lot of eighties like soft rock. Mm-hmm. And it's like you know the this is the name of the song because they say it like fourteen times during the course of the the song. It's my favorite. That's how you. That's that's how people know for sure. <laughs> Gee, what's the name of that song? Oh yeah, it's reassurance. Right. Well, oh my god, I can't believe it. The end. The end is nigh. Oh well, I feel like this is the most music we've crammed into one episode. I feel like we've crammed more into other episodes. 13 songs. I don't know if I've ever done more than 10. Maybe you're right. Yeah. I'm having a hard time remembering. I had this really stupid idea the other day of making like the longest short episode. Like making sure every song is long as fuck. Mm-hmm. But you're only playing like five songs. But it's still like a long as fuck episode because the songs are all like... This song is an hour and a half <laughs> or something. I feel like you've been planning this all along. Maybe. <laughs> secret secret goes to the grave. You know what I kind of want you to do? I kind of want you to like have one song. I think I've mentioned this before in previous episodes, maybe maybe not, where you take one song and you just like for the sake of not ending it. Mhm. The show like we just like cut it up into pieces. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> 10 10 minutes of a of a three-minute song. Oh, we sp- Yeah, it's stupid. I'm loopy. Are we just going to vaporwave that shit? We could. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, if you enjoyed the music that you heard on this episode, support these bands. Go forth and buy their merch. See them live. Tell your friends, you know, be be a good metalhead. Spread the love. Tell everyone. Tell everyone and their grandma. Hey, share the podcast with your friends. I love getting feedback from you people. Send me an email. Drop a message on social media. I don't fucking care. Smoke signals. I'll look outside and uh, I don't <laughs> know how to decipher that shit, but I'll figure it out. The bitchin' signal. The bitchin' signal. <laughs> it's like the bat signal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and if you know of a band that is obscure and people need to know about it and you're like, this band's so fucking underrated, it hurts, share it. Let's get let's get them out there. Yes. Yes. Agreed. Well, that's it for the August episode. We will see you in September for more excellent metal. <laughs> <laughs>